Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're in season four. With the help of the wonderful commentary of Rabbeinu Yonah, we're looking at 316 Gimel. Ted Zion again. We're about, about, about to take our winter break hiatus. We try to take a winter and a spring hiatus throughout the whole season of this show. Blaine Nender, so about two or three more episodes, and we're going to take that break right in time for Hanukkah, and then we'll come back in Mirza Shem before you know it. We're going to stop halfway through the Mishnahs of Pirkei Elvis, finishing three, come back for four, five, six in Mirza Shem Blaine Nedder. And we will continue from there. So let's look at tonight, 316, Gimel Tedzayin. Hu haya omer, he used to say, hakol nasun be'erevon, everything is given on collateral. We talked about this on, on many of my shows. Hashem gives us things on collateral. Hashem gives us our life on collateral, our house and our car and our and our and people in our life we hope that we're in this world for 120 years and all our family and everyone is for 120 years but really everything is lent to us from hashem especially our possessions especially our money we hope to use it in the right way and hashem wants us to use it in the right way we should think of ourselves as an executor of a will or in charge of an estate giving out the money our time our resources and our abilities in the right ways to the right places at the right time to the right people if we're tasked with giving x amount of money how much did we give did we give to tzedakah did we make sure that it went to the right place we have so much time in a day how much do we devote to torah how much do we devote to our spouses and our kids everything is given on collateral hashem gives us our life and everything in it we make sure as you are charged with executing it in the right way that you do execute it in the right way execute it in the right way and the stork and and there is a net cast over all who live. Hashem is watching what you do. Hashem knows what you do. Hashem writes down everything you do and video records everything you do better than any recording on this entire earth. So make sure to know that the net is cast on the whole living. Hashem knows and can catch everyone anytime. Hachanut Petucha, the store is open. The store of life is open. And the storekeeper is keeping and selling on credit. Hashem gives you the time. How much time do you use with mitzvahs? How much time do you use with averos? God forbid. Make sure there's a lot more mitzvahs than averos. You want more defending angels after 120 years than prosecuting angels. Every mitzvah is a defendant. Every avera is a pro- is a prosecutor. God forbid. We don't want to have any of those. So definitely have much more mitzvahs than averos. If 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 you can, whatever you can all day should be involved in mitzvahs. Halavai, it should be do, done in that way. So we said that a chanut pasuchava and chanvi makif, that his store keeper selling a credit and the and the and the and the store is open. And the, the, the ledger is open and the hand is writing. Hashem writes down all of our actions, all of our deeds. He knows what we do all day, every day. Whoever wants to borrow may come and borrow. You know, you ask Hashem for things, you want things from Hashem, you can, you can ask for things from Hashem and Hashem will give it to you, but make sure you use it in the right way if He gives it to you. Whoever wants to borrow, come and borrow. 
And those who want to borrow may come and borrow, and the collectors always make their rounds every day. Hashem makes sure and checks in every day, checks in all the time, every second. He knows what's going on. And they make their rounds every day. They collect from man, whether with his knowledge or without his knowledge. Hashem is writing everything down, even if you don't know it, even if you don't see it. Everything is being written down. Everything will be accounted for, even if you don't know or don't remember about it. And when they collect, whether you know it or not, they have proof to rely on. They, they'll show you the videotape. They'll show you what went down. They'll show you how you used your time. They have what to rely upon. And the din is very true. The judgment is very true. Everything is prepared for the meal. We must remember the real meal. The real way to live is in the next world, is in the Olam Haba, in the Olam Ha'emes. That's where really it is, when we should make sure to fill up in the banquet hall with only mitzvahs, with only good things, so that we can reap the rewards in the world to come. Let's look at what Rabbeinu Yonas says in his wonderful commentary. Everything given on collateral, you and your children after you are guarantors for anything you take for this from, the, from this world. If you inherit money from your parents, you should not think the money is mine. I inherited it. I can do it that as I please. None of it is yours. Everything belongs to God. Whatever you take is only a loan on collateral, and he who loaned it to you will someday demand payment. We may compare this to a man who came to a city did not see anyone there. He stepped into one of the houses where he found a table set with food, drinks, and delicacies. He ate and drank, telling himself, all this is mine. I can do with it as I wish. He did not see the owners who were watching him from another room. When the time came, he would have to pay for everything he consumed, and there would be no way to evade the debt. A net cast on the all who live, this is death, which is decreed on all mankind, and no one can elude it, like fish caught in a fatal net. No man escapes death. There's never any person in the entire world, in entire history, that uh, was able to escape death, except for, of course, some uh, some people who who might be an exception. We don't understand how to how to solve it, how to see it, but we know Eliyahu was taken up in a whirlwind, and they say that our forefather Yaakov didn't die, even though the wording is very. Uh, open to interpretation, but in general, every person, every average person for sure, dies. No one can escape that. The store is open. This is a euphemism for this world. We walk in and take our present needs. We do not foresee the future and do not consider whether or not we'll be able to pay the bill when it comes due. It's like a credit card. We rack it up, rack it up, rack it up, and then we see how much we owe. It's like, whoa, how did that happen? We see only that the store is open and that for now we can take whatever we want. This is how people relate to this world. Storekeeper sells on credit. This refers to the owner of the store who extends credit to the customers, collects payment at a later date, 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 like the credit card. So to the ruler of his world provides mankind with all their needs and desires, whether good or bad, will ultimately demand payment in the future. The ledger is open. The hand is writing. There are two reasons for mentioning the open ledger. First, it serves as a parable. Nothing is forgotten before God's heavenly throne. Like we said, just as nothing is forgotten by a storekeeper with many customers who buy in credit. Some owe thousands or even tens of thousands, and some only owe small amounts. The storekeeper keeps his ledger open at all times and immediately records all transactions. If he had to stop and open it for every sale, he would forget some of the smaller debts because of the larger, more important ones. This is why it says the ledger is open, the hand is writing. In other words, small and big sins alike are as if written before God, and even events long in the past will not be forgotten. 
Second, this teaches us that as soon as a sin has been committed, it is instantly recorded. The writing is not delayed for even as long as it would take to open the ledger. As soon as the deed is done, it is written down immediately in order that the sin will be counted. Even though the sins of those who repent are forgiven, they are nonetheless first counted upon commission. Afterwards, if the sinner repents, they are forgiven. As it says in the Medrash, and see Baba Kama, a sinner who repents is not like one who has never sinned. He has sinned, but he has repented and been forgiven. One who has never sinned is greater than one whose sin has been forgiven. Our sages teach that the completely righteous cannot stand in the place where penitents stand. Comes from Brachos, does not contradict this, but rather refers to the behavior appropriate for a penitent. He should avoid even permitted behaviors related to his former sin. For example, if he behaved immorally, he should practice ideas that make sure that he doesn't reach that kind of a, a, a bad place. And he should make sure to be extra pious and extra careful even in those different areas to make sure to avoid sin at all costs. All those who want to borrow may come and borrow. Permission is granted for everything. One may choose any path for himself that he desires. The fools think that the world was created for enjoyment. But the sole interest and pleasure of the righteous is zealous fulfillment of the mitzvahs. Everyone chooses his own path, and fortune is he who chooses the right one. The collectors make the rounds every day. In heaven, they constantly examine man's actions. They are fully aware of everything he is doing. They collect whether with or without his knowledge. What is with his knowledge? When man knows and remembers the sin he has committed and realizes that it is the cause of the troubles that befall him, he is fortunate. Through this, he accepts God's judgment, repents, and receives atonement for his sin. Without his knowledge, it is what happens to those who are stricken with suffering do not recall their sins. Some might think they do not deserve the suffering, maintaining that they are righteous and have not sinned. So why are these terrible things happening to them? These people will die without repenting, but the worms in the graves will live on to consume them. For they claim that God's judgment is unfair while they are righteous. Woe to them and woe to their carcasses because they have sinned with their bodies. They should have realized that there is no one on earth that is so righteous that he never sins. That comes from Kohelis. And if they are being punished, even if they do not understand why, it is warranted nonetheless. We can compare this to a king who told a servant, go collect the pledge from so-and-so. The servant went and collected the pledge. The debtor did not remember the debt. He stood and waited in anguish over the injustice. The same is true of one who is punished by heaven without knowing why. If he would remember his debt, know that God collection is justified, he would not feel the same degree of anguish. And they have proved to rely on the collectors have the divine attribute of justice upon which to rely and the judgment is just, everything is prepared for the meal. The sole purpose of all these things is to prepare for the meal in other words for the life of the world to come. We should remember that Hashem writes everything. Hashem remembers everything. Hashem gives to us and we should use what He gives us in the right way. If we remember to do so and we realize to go in such a way, then hopefully all our days will be spent in many more mitzvahs than anything else, doing chesed, being involved in Torah in all of our days. Join us next time as we talk about Torah and Derech Eretz here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.